Corner, the podcast where amateur fans voice their opinions on movies, TV, and anything pop culture, from blockbuster hits to trashy cult classic. As always, I'm your host, Jacob Daniel, and in the studio today I have some very special guests for the first episode of Casual Corner. Now, if you've never heard of Casual Corner, don't be upset. It's a completely new thing I'm doing. Casual Corner is a dedicated to still talking about movies, TV, and pop culture, but we also mix in slices of life topics and personal experiences. Today, my guests are two of my really great friends from a little place I call Crossville, Tennessee. He's the redneck who can and will break all ten fingers on the job. It's Hunter Crotch. Yes, sir. This kid grew up in the suburb, but thinks he's as country as it gets. It's Andrew Reeves. (laughs) That's right. Happy to be here. So, uh, as I mentioned, I met these guys at Crossville. I'm going to segue it over to Hunter, and I'm going to let him explain, actually, what we kind of do at camp real quick. Yeah, so uh, pretty much, I got a job here at Flipfest, and uh, it was my first year. I was working out by the lake, ropes course. I met Jacob. He was a counselor, and me and him just kind of clicked my first and second year, and then we became buddies, and I uh, and then I brought Andrew on, and then Andrew met Jacob, and we all just kind of became a click. Yeah, and we have we have two other guys Technically three, but we don't really talk about the third guy anymore since he didn't want to come back anymore. <laughs> but we have two other guys who is essentially part of our group, and I'm going to let Hunter and Reeves kind of give them an intro like I just gave one. So, Hunter, could you describe Sam Ball for me? Sam Ball, man, that big goofy bastard. He, uh, Me and him lived together for a while in college. Uh, this is both of our last years in school, so I, I moved out. But, uh, yeah, man, he's, he's my best friend. I, I met him through another friend about three or four years ago, and just he's just been my best friend, good college buddy of mine. And then Austin, well, we call him Beans because uh, <laughs> he's a little shit, but he's always a good time to be around. Yeah. So, yeah, we met working at Flipfest, which is a summer camp. I've been coming here since I was nine years old, and Hunter and Andrew kind of fall out of the natives of coming to camp and then getting a job here. Hunter was recruited by our owner of the camp, John McCready, or was it Roethlisberger? Well, it was just like the company that they go through, like they staff people through, and I was working for another company, and I went to quit, and they were just pretty much like, hey, come up to Flipfest and work. They got there some guys there that need, you, that need your help with gymnastic stuff, and you know, where I'm from, we don't have gymnastics, so I had no idea what, was, what, it, what I was expecting, and I just showed up, and I met John and John, and then... They were like, hey, man, how old are you? I was like 18. They are like, come work at Flipfest. And I was like, all right. So I applied, and I've been here six years now. Yeah. And then, Andrew, how did Hunter convince you to take this job? Well, what even happened? Yeah, that's right. Uh, We should probably get to the engine. No, I'm kidding. You can talk. I'm going to put a bleep sound. There we go. There we go. It was just a weird call. Yeah, y'all were doing, like, ropes, and then... Uh, y'all were coming up here to do like little side jobs and stuff, and you had me come up here. And then uh, I, I met BJ, yeah, and he was like, "You need to talk to John about working ropes." And then you also brought up working ropes, and so I did it. And I mean, well, it doesn't even really feel like a job, honestly. We just come up here yeah. and have fun. So. This place is definitely not. Well, a job. it definitely like me and Hunter. So I've known Hunter since I was a counselor. I 
And I did all the motions at this camp. I was a camper, and then I was a junior counselor, and then I became a counselor. And for reasons I'm not going to get into on this podcast, <laughs> I stopped being a counselor, and I got moved to ropes. And that's when me and Hunter actually became great buddies, because yeah. we were the only two competent people working ropes in the summer of 2018, which we're not going to get into because that's the past. <laughs> but we formed a really great, honestly, like probably the best team of guys when it comes to ropes course in general, in the history of FlipFest. Probably, I mean, at least since, like, the early 2000s. Yeah, probably since, like, when John and John were, like, actually doing, like, our job back when camp first started, like, they were doing ropes. Yeah. I mean, like, like we kind of took over, and now they don't really, they don't really worry about things anymore. We just kind of, you know, do our own thing down there, and that's just how it is. I know. And, uh, I mean, we, we had a guy named Silas who used to work for us, but he... Bowed out after his two-year gig. Yeah, shout out to Silas. Shout out to Silas. You didn't want that third star, you idiot. D1 athlete. D1 athlete. Can't respond in the group message ever. Dude, so I really, over the summer, I wanted to keep doing Jake's Review Corner. And I thought it was the greatest idea either because I was like, you know what? It's perfect. I'll do the Review Corner over the summer and I can recruit someone every single week to do a different movie. And then I realized just very quickly into the summer... I forgot that we literally have no time yeah. ever. We literally go from 8 a.m. to like like 10 p.m. every night. Yeah, there's always something going on. And especially because, and a lot of people are like, oh, camp's so long, I can never have time to myself. Okay, we were up here before camp started. That's when I feel like we, like, that was the most downtime we would have because we would work like 9 to 5, and then yeah. I know everyone would kind of go do their stuff, like, leisurely. Walk. Like, I was always in my cabin watching The Simpsons. I know you guys were watching Family Guy. Yeah, we went on a yeah. big Family Guy kick for a while, and then, you know, we did, the like, finals yeah, we like to watch, like, the NBA Finals. Did you, have you guys heard about the drama going on with Family Guy right now? Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> a lot of people don't know that Family Guy, so Family Guy aired on Fox originally, and then it got canceled. I think it got canceled after its third year, and it, it was canceled for at least a year. And then Adult Swim got the um, syndication rights, for it, and so they started playing episodes, and because of the popularity on Adult Swim, they decided to renew the show, like bring it back yeah. and play it on Fox. But recently, because Disney acquired Fox, they were like, "No, we don't want Adult <laughs> Swim to be playing it. We want Family Guy on Disney-owned networks only." So they're la- put it on Disney, like Disney Plus. Not- Oh, well, I'll get to that. So, no, but, like, so last week was the last time that they aired Family Guy on Adult Swim. And, like, that's kind of, like, a big deal because, think about it, the whole reason Family Guy came back was because Adult Swim picked up the syndication rights and, like, gave it it a new audience. So, it's one of those things where it's, like, you know, you hear about it and you're like, wow, that really stinks. And Adult Swim made, like, a final banner and, like, gave it a goodbye and it's... It's awkward because when I first started watching Family Guy, when I was, oh my gosh, probably like 11 or 12, Adult Swim used to air an ad that was like, Family Guy forever. Family Guy until the end of time will be airing on Adult Swim. So, I mean, that was a shitty lie they told me. When was the first time you probably watched like Family Guy? Uh, I started watching Family Guy when I was young. I used to hide it from my parents. Like I would always make yeah. sure they it, weren't it, around. It's a terrible show to oh, show yeah. kids. Well, yeah. my dad... He didn't watch Family Guy. He watched The Simpsons, so I kind of grew up watching that. People, people are always Guy. like, "Oh my God, The Simpsons is so bad for my kid to watch," and then like their kid watches Family Guy. And, and, and same thing. 
Have you heard the like conspiracy theories on like Family Guy? Like, have you ever watched like YouTube videos? Oh, uh, like all the creepy cases. Yeah, stuff? Well, I saw one. I thought it was pretty cool. So like in Family Guy, early in the well, not early in the season, like later in the season, there's like an episode where uh, like Meg is a dude. You know what I'm talking about? Like the future episode. Yeah, yeah. And then like they did that because in case Mila Kunis like is off the show yeah. and they like have to get rid of her, that that was her like backup plan. It's to like replace it, like because like she was a dude in the future. Remember how like manly she was? Oh yeah. And so they can like replace her. And they, they can, can just have Seth. Yeah, they can have yeah. Seth MacFarlane come in. Yeah, and, and like he would like they would just have a dude play. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Did you also know that her name? Do you know Meg's full name in Family Guy? Mm-hmm. There's an episode where her friends like, "Hey, Megan," and she's like, "Oh, Meg is an actually short for Megan," and then it turns out. On like her, her birth card, Peter wrote Megatron. Yeah. Oh yeah, I saw that one. I saw that. One. Well, and it's so funny. Like when it comes to Family Guy, because my mom, you know, and I love my mom, and she's a great parent. She for the longest time wouldn't let me watch it, even though like I had friends who religiously watched it at my age. But you know, it's like, I mean, it's not a show I would show my kids immediately. I'd wait till they were at least yeah. like twelve. Yeah. And then you got South Park. Which oh, is God. like I love South Park, man. Like how like that is a show that I feel like gets better every year. Yeah. I would say as a group here at camp, like our boys group, we can agree that the best episode of Family Guy was when uh Brian owed Stewie money from the, from the bank. <laughs> talk, talk about an episode <laughs> that I think we quoted like at least every day. Oh, oh man, man that's so funny. We watched it like three or four so, times. So I'm gonna hand it over to Andrew. Andrew, I want you to explain that episode of Family Guy for me. Oh gosh, so basically what was it? Uh Stewie was, or Brian was betting money. He was he was and gambling. He, it was just like fifty bucks. And, it was fifty bucks and he was borrowing it from Stewie. Um and he lost the money. So Stewie's like asking him for the money and everything, and then there's like the scene in the bathroom that we always just like go on about. It's the funniest episode ever, and he's like, "Where's my money, Brian? Where's my money?" And then he just starts beating his ass, and it is so funny. He like he like puts his head in the toilet and everything, and starts beating him with the with like the towel rod and everything, and he like shoots him in the leg. It's crazy, and then like at the end he's like he throws a towel on. He's like, "Clean yourself up." And then, when Stewie was Stewie was like playing golf like upstairs and like Brian yeah. like walked by and he like he, like tried to avoid him and like run yeah, upstairs yeah. and he like takes the golf glove and starts beating the yeah. shit out of him. Oh my god! Well, and he's funny, got the mustache well, on. What's funny about <laughs> it is Stewie's like, hey, 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 Brian, like you got my money and Brian's like, ah, oh, sorry, man, like you know, and Stewie's like, oh. And then just starts yeah. whamming him. Dude. He's like playing, playing it cool, and he's like, "Oh, okay, okay." And then he beats the shit out of him. It's funny because, like, uh, I'm in a class. I'm in like a comm theory class at school, and we sh- and my teacher showed that that scene, and I just like started recording it and send it to the group. Why do you think he showed you that scene? I don't know. It related to some theory, and I, I don't... I can't remember what it was because I wasn't really paying attention. He was attention. sending you a message. Was everybody else cracking up or what? No. Nobody was, like, even cracking a smile. They were just like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And I'm back there just, like, holding back tears. You tried not to laugh. Yeah, yeah. I guess it just shows my maturity. I just feel like... Well, I feel like what's great about Family Tie, like, you can just have it on, too. Like, and that's what I like about The Simpsons. Yeah. Like, a lot of people nowadays will not... Watch The Simpsons. I mean, it's decreased in value over the years, but I mean, the first couple seasons of The Simpsons are gold. Like, I mean, over the summer, I was watching season five, season six, like religiously every day after camp. There was a couple times where our buddy Sam Ball would 
come over to my cabin and come in and he'd watch an episode of The Simpsons with me and then proceed to steal my food and go through my belongings <laughs> and then, Classic. you know, like, ask me if I could give him some food or... But dude, there's like 40 seasons of The Simpsons, ain't there? There's, they're on season 33. Oh my god. That's crazy. So, in like... Think about back it, in the 90s is when it started? So think about it, this... Think about, yeah, it started in 1989. Oh my god. It, it originally started with a Christmas special. Eighty so nine. Yeah. So the Simpsons. So because like Family Guy was ninety eight. It started in like ninety eight. So how the Simpsons got its start was, um, they started out with shorts on. Um, oh my gosh, I can't remember the comedian's name, but they were shorts on this comedian's like show, and then from there they got picked up for Tracy Ullman. It was the Tracy Tracy Ullman show, and so they were shorts. And then from there, they got the Christmas special, which was actually the pilot for the series. And, I mean, they've been on air since. And what's crazy is on they're on season 34, or 33, 34. Bart is 10 in the show. So, if you add 10 to 33, he would be 43, which oh now makes him older than Homer is. Oh, my God. I know. It's just like it's like Family Guy though. Like Stewie, he's still what one? He's supposed to be like one they, they or age, two. Yeah, but if you like watch like Family him. Guy, like religiously, like for a while, like I was like one of those people who turned it on every Sunday. They've aged up the characters very slightly over the past couple of years. Like, um, I think like Maggie's now officially eighteen, and yeah. when the show started, I think she was sixteen, and then Chris has grown up. And they've like grown up like through high school, like they've gotten yeah. older. Like in some, but they still like, like older. look the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I never really noticed any like. Yeah, they're not going to change them out of control or anything. Yeah, And going back, it's like one of those things where I can just turn on Family Guy and watch it, which is also to say, like, a great example, another show that was very influential for our summer, summer 2021, was Jackass. Oh, Oh, yeah. Which also relates to, so I'm going to throw it over to Hunter. So, for a while, our group had, so we work for the ropes course here at camp. And we got nicknamed the Jack Nuts by our boss, John Roethlisberger. Now, Jack Nuts is what uh, he calls his kids, but somehow it's now grown into this, like, cult movement. We, well, we pretty much are, like, at this point, we pretty much are the John's kids. I mean, like, they, tr- they pretty much treat us like kids. We're all, like, family at this point, and I think that's where it came from, but we were kind of goofing off one day or something, and he was like, Jack Nuts, come on. And we are like, Jack Nuts? And then just... That was like four it's, years ago, it's <laughs> and it's just stuck ever since then. Yeah. We've just been the jacknuts. Yeah, dude. And I mean, it went from being ropes guys to jacknuts, but now it's like, like we have campers who will look at us and be like, "I want to be a jacknut," and I'll be like, "Ropes course," and they're yeah. like, "No, no, no." And I was like, oh, "Dude, you're gonna have to commit to like getting a mullet and getting like, <laughs> you know, buying a four wheeler." <laughs> no, but I feel like Jackass was really influential because of what we did this summer, which was we made the movie. Which tell them about the movie, Hunter. I know so you've been Hunter, we, Hunter has been. I'm gonna. I'm gonna talk. Hunter has been bugging me for like three weeks for this podcast. <laughs> Our laptop, my laptop went down uh, two weeks ago, so we couldn't record. And ever since then, Hunter's been like, "Did you fix it? Like, are you ready to record? I'm so excited!" Like. Like, did you fix it? Like, come on, Jake. Like, get get to work, Jake. Idiot, Jake. You stupid, you stupid idiot, Jake. I, what do you, what do you... And then it's, like, I was telling Hunter about, like, what the plan was for the podcast. And Hunter's trying to tell me how to run my pop culture movie TV podcast. So, okay. So, so get talking, boy. So, so backstory, backstory on that. 
okay, I'll talk about the jackass. But the backstory of me wanting to be on the podcast so bad is like, I just recently like started listening to podcasts, and I'm just I'm so intrigued by them. Like I just love listening to podcasts now. And yeah. anyway, shout out to Red Hour. That's gonna be my future podcast. That's the name of it. That's the title. You're gonna be you're gonna be hearing me on Spotify, Apple. You know, just here shortly. But I'm just gonna go ahead and shout Same my podcast out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Real quick, Hunter, what's your favorite episode of Jake's Review Corner? Uh, actually, the one about the Shanghai. I listened to that one. I didn't make that one. The one about the movie. Shang-Chi, no. I, however you say it, I mean... Shang-Chi, no, I, I, that's not one I made. You said you were going to make one. Yeah, I haven't made uh, one. Okay, Jake, to, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So I don't know if I should be... I don't know if I should be telling All right, you. anyway, anyway. So so back to Jackass. So I think it was Sam. Sam, like, went home, you know, one day after camp, and he came back the next day, and he was like... Boys, you know what is so funny? Like, the movies, the Jackass movies are, are hilarious. And I was like, oh, man, I haven't seen those since I was a kid. Like, they are so funny. We we got we got to our cabin one night, and we just started watching, like, all of them. We watched them all in, like, three days, and we were like, you know, let's, let's like, let's use camp and, like, our time off here after, like, we're done working, and let's film scenes, and let's, let's, let's make, like, a Jackass movie, and, but we're called the Jacknuts, and we'll just title it Jacknuts, and... Every morning at our morning meeting, we'll just go in one morning, we'll just play the movie, and we'll have a movie premiere, and we'll hype it up real big, and we were all kind of joking around about it, and then it got pretty serious. I mean, we, we like, really committed to it, and we filmed, but we we had a bunch of film, but we put it together, what, like, a tw- it was 12 minutes, like a short we film? Yeah, it was 12 minutes. Yeah, 10, 12 minutes worth of film, and, I mean, it was a hit. It was honestly yeah. a hit. Well, and, like, so here's my side of the story is they approached me, about doing it and I've made tons of movies on iMovie and such just for my major in college so I said I could do it the week before we start we were going to start doing our stunts and stuff I got sent home from camp with like the worst case of bronchitis I could have which just comes from the fact that like we don't have downtime at camp like we like we said at the beginning we work together from the morning to the night and it's hard to take care of your body in that like intense state so I got sent home and there was a moment, literally, I was in bed with a fever of 102, and I get a call, and it's from Hunter, and he's just bugging me about the movie, and I was like, I'm like on the phone, I'm like, I'm like drifting out of conscience, I was like, Hunter, I, I, I don't care, like, I'll, I'll, I'll be fine. And Hunter thinks I didn't know how to edit this movie, he would always give me a critique, <laughs> yeah. he was like, well, don't forget about how to do this, and he's I was like, like, you're doing it on a, you're doing it on a phone? <laughs> He's doing it on a phone. Sam, Sam, boys, boys. you're like, you're like, Sam, bring your laptop to camp. Just we're gonna case. have to do it ourselves. Just Jacob's doing it on his phone. <laughs> we, we just, we had no faith in it. You guys, oh man, he, no, he. You guys I'll give you your props. Shout out to Jake. He killed it. The editing was way more than what we did. Would you agree? Like, yeah, it was way more it, than what we it thought was it was gonna be. That was awesome. Yeah, you were gonna have Sam Ball edit your movie. That would have been. Much, know, yeah, it would have been bad. I, I also want to throw this out. You shot it on a phone. Of course you're going to be able to edit it on the phone. That's true. See, I didn't take that... I wasn't a filmmaker, man. I didn't take that into consideration. I don't know. You were explaining it to Brady one day about, <laughs> like, editing and such. And Brady was even like, Did, didn't Jacob major in this? Yeah. Doesn't Jacob know how to yeah. do this? But yeah, so Jacob killed it. And, uh, well, you want to talk about some of the scenes or what? Well, yeah. I'm going to talk about one thing, which was Jackass is primarily known for all the stunts and, like, the pain and you guys sent me six interviews that were at least two minutes long each, and I had to super duper edit those. Mm-hmm. And Andrew, I love you, but like whenever, whenever the camera would go to Andrew, Andrew would like slip into this voice. He's like, "Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, you know, you, 
Being a jacknut. Yeah. You know, silly man. I, you gotta do a silly man. Explain. What was, so, if anyone wants to check this out, you can go to YouTube and you can type in Jacknuts the movie. And um, it's the guys literally just torturing themselves. Can you drop the link? Minutes. Can you drop the link? Yeah, I mean, the link's easy to find. All right, cool. So, the, one of the things was, I mean, the stunts aren't crazy or anything. Obviously, it's like we use what we had, but you put a, like, literal, like, what, like one of those yeah. bungee cords on your yeah. back. Like an elastic yeah. stretching band. Like one of those, like, exercise bands that, like, you put between your leg or around your legs, like, stretch them out and all that stuff. Put it on the center of my back and let Sam pull it back as far as it would go to just pop me. I mean, I thought it would be funny, you know? It was, it was funny. It was like, so funny. I feel, like, I feel like Hunter didn't even... Hunter, what was the worst prank you did? I know you got spanked on the butt. That well, I got I got spanked on the butt, and then we all we all kind of committed to like doing a prank to somebody because they're always like Jackass is always pranking you know people, and so what we decided to do was each individual person would go through some kind of like prank that they had no idea that it was coming. So like mine was we work at the ropes course, and there's a giant swing at the end. So I went off the giant swing after the shift, and it was, I just thought it was another day. I'm just sitting there swinging, and I can't get off because I'm swinging. And the boys just come with flour and like water and all. Oh, I was actually there for that day. That was horribly executed too. It was on the spot. Most of the things that we did were on the spot. Well, I got covered in flour and got covered in water, and I was wet the rest of my shift. But uh, that was my prank. And Andrew, what did we do to you? Yeah, we didn't do anything. Oh, we didn't do anything to Andrew. So he admitted that in the film that you know I didn't get pranked. So I'm gonna commit to. This right here, here we go, and I just peppered him with a paintball gun. That's well, yeah, and, and I remember Sam got like you guys threw crickets on Sam, and yeah. then while he was taking a dump, while he was taking a dump, but like <laughs> the worst one yeah. in my opinion was usually like you tricked Beans, you got our boss commit to like fake firing our buddy Beans, oh, and man. Beans took it like a champ because I am very like, and I we, it was funny last night at camp we're all hanging out at like a bonfire. And we were talking to my boss about it, and I was just like, I was very bold. I said to the fact, like, no, I would not have taken that. And John was like, oh, yeah, like, I'm sure you want to know. And I, like, looked John in the face. I'm like, I'm telling you, John, right now, if Hunter would have pulled that on me, you and your your Olympic, your three Olympic years would not have stopped me from high jumping and giraffe, like, kicking him in the face. Well, well Beans, Beans took it. Beans is a good sport. He like, was a good sport, but, like... We did it to Beans because it was he. He worked here in the past, but he took a couple years off and he came back. So we we figured that if John pulled it on Andrew or me or Sam, then like we would be like, oh, this is definitely for the movie. But but we went to the yeah. staff night and you know we were just having a good time or whatever. And then the next day, you know, we got John in on it and he was just pretty much like like this man has fired a few people from camp and he gets like real serious about it. And I mean, he killed it's it. Scary. Like, he, like yeah, he yeah. has a scary like serious face and he he absolutely killed it. And, like Beans. In the video, Beans is just like like it doesn't do it justice in the video. He was he was genuinely scared. When well, comes. and John and like this was probably the longest. This was a six minute clip that I had to edit into two minutes. And Roethlisberger looks at me and he goes, "So why didn't why didn't you play the part where Beans starts like begging for his job and he starts like almost crying?" I was like, "John, this is supposed to be a funny movie. <laughs> like this got really sad really fast. <laughs> it was messed up. Yeah." And we, we honestly were worried that he was going to, like, explode on John. Because he, he can be a it, hothead, He's got little man, man syndrome. He does. He's got little man syndrome. Well, and it's one of those where it's like, 
That's what I'm saying. Like, if I had been in there and John would have been... So, what we had... The whole prank was John was firing be, uh, beans, and we said, like, he gave alcohol to John's nephew, 17. And if that would have been me, like, I I would have fought back with John. I would have been like, go mm-hmm. get... Because we claimed that our friend Brady was the one who stitched him out. I would have been like, go get Brady. Go yeah. get her right now. Like, yeah. go get her. But Beans is so new. Like, he's only been here yeah. for one year. So, it was like... He was just like... He didn't know whether to what to do, so he was like, "This is my boss, fire me." I mean, I gotta just sit here and take this. Like, he, but like, if it would have been us, obviously, it would have been like, "John, we gotta work something out." Like, I didn't do this because yeah. Beans knew he didn't do it, but he was still like, he had to take it because it was his boss. It was John. You know? I liked how so we did like they said at the beginning of when we started talking about this. Uh, we did at our morning meeting. We have like a couple minutes where everyone introduces themselves. So on the last day of camp, or last Monday of camp. We got in there early and set it up on the big screen, and we did, like, a movie premiere for all the staff. And funniest thing was John McCready, like, gave us a standing ovation, like, got everyone to clap. He's like, I just love the very unique experience you guys bring to camp. And, oh, like, yeah. I'm just – I looked at Andrew, and I was like, what? I was being, like, freaking jackass. <laughs> yeah. I just love how you guys are yourselves. It was very moving. It almost brought me to tears. Yeah, no, no. Like, the, everybody loved it. And, like, our entertainment guy, he does all the sound stuff. Randy, like, to this day, he sends me text messages. He's like – Hey man, now I'm showing my my brother or my or my my son-in-law. I'm showing him this time, and man, I've watched it five times, and it just gets better and better. And I just I think it's awesome that you know we did it for fun, and like it actually ended up being something you know serious that like people actually they enjoyed it, and it was cool. But we got to talk about the grand finale, Andrew. We got to talk oh, about man. that. I mean, that was that was crazy. You're right, yeah. but we should probably move on to a different topic. So, Andrew, like, how do you think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but pretty much seriously, like the grand finale is cool because we just put a bunch of stunts together and like. We had one of our buddies on a on a surfboard. Well, it was supposed to be his. my bit. Like I came up. Yeah, with yeah. It was supposed was, to be Jake, but, but he ended was... up getting, yeah, he ended up getting sick. So we did we did our boss's son Hudson. It's his buddy Camden. He was up visiting, and he rode the board in, and he jumped onto the blob. And we had like this big blob, and me and Sam blobbed this kid up in there. He had no idea it was coming, and Beans just like sprayed him with a paintball gun. It was just it just ended up being awesome. It was good for the movie. Well, and then like I was talking to you guys, and you you guys were like, "Oh yeah, well, what was going to be funny is we weren't going to tell you about the paintball gun." And I was like, "That's great. What if I got hit in the eye?" We were going to give you goggles though, yeah, because, because it, it would look like, cool. It looked funny. <laughs> yeah. I would have committed to the paintball gun, and I would commit to the paintball gun in the air with a life vest, like totally. But there is, like, that one... I had a buddy growing up who literally, this kid um, lost his eye. I remember he got shot in the eye with a... It was either a paintball gun or, like, an airsoft gun at, like, a young age. Man. I don't play around with that stuff. Like, safety yeah. goggles all the way. We were being pretty reckless, but, like, we knew at the end of the day, like, we got to cover yeah. their face if we're going to shoot them with a paintball gun. Uh... You ever wish, like, we had, like, a little bit more depth? Like, whenever I'm at camp, I love camp. Like, I obviously haven't missed the summer since, and I've worked pretty religiously, and I love it. It's like a sitcom when I'm here. Like, I come, and we have our returning characters from last summer, and we get new characters, and we have wacky focal points. Everyone here gets a different love interest once in a while. Sometimes you look at some of the love interests, and you're like, these people... Next season, they're not going to be together. <laughs> yeah, I just like how it's like, it's kind of like a civilization in a way, you know? Oh, yeah. And like, there's like drama that goes on and there's just all this bullshit that happens. But in reality, it doesn't matter. Well, it's and like people a sitcom. just, it's like a sitcom. People lose their minds, man. Well, it's like a sitcom because you're like, 
oh, no way am I going to become involved. And then it's like episode <laughs> 10, and you're like, why am I involved? Yeah. Well, like in like this town, like Crossville, there's not a lot to do. And like the camp being here, when you're not doing anything with camp, there's nothing else to do. I mean, it's just, there's nothing to do in town. There's nowhere to go. So like... All you do is hang out here, and it's just like a, it's just like a, a city. Like this I place is just like a, a civilization. Yeah. Like you said, like, like there's nothing else to do but talk. Yeah. Talk. I'll, I'll say this. Going. I'm saying this. I'm trying to get to the pop culture, but I'll say this, which is, yeah. here's the here's the thing about working in a camp for ten weeks. You like get to know people really quick, and oh, you yeah. don't have like ways of like le- like people like leaving you. Like here's a great example, and I can't blame this girl too much. I'm not going to say her name, but. Obviously, if you've ever listened to the podcast, you know me. I have dyslexia, and I make it a very big joke because there are times where I legitimately misspell a word or, like, I'll try to, like, do something, and I blame it on my dyslexia. And there was a staff member who came, and she became kind of quick friends with a couple of my roommates from my cabin, and, like, she started coming on my dyslexia really hard, like, really hard, and it was like, I don't know where this is annoying, and I looked at her one night, and I was like, look... You gotta stop. Like, I don't know you. We're not friends. I, I'm just not. And, like, it's like that. But, yeah. And like, but I've I never, I'm never like, like, at the end of the day, we're all just, like, a big family, man. We're yeah. all just buddies with everybody. Like, if, I had a, if I had a nickel for every time I got into a fight with you guys and then ten minutes later. Yeah, I mean. But, hey, man, that's because when you only got 30 minutes in a sitcom show and you gotta resolve everything by the end of it. Exactly. exactly. You ever wish, like, you had more time to, like, watch, like, a, like, a streaming service so, like... It, like, here's a great example. Before Camp 2020, COVID year, Outer Banks came out. Ooh, and, like, season. I remember there were counselors who were trying to, like, binge watch that. Obviously, we were super into oh, yeah. it. Yeah, great and, show. Andrew's not about Outer Banks at all. Well, Why and, not, Andrew? Uh, I mean, I just think it's kind of cheesy. I watched the first season... What, you have a problem more. with a 27-year-old playing a 16-year-old? I How? have. That's a huge <laughs> problem to me. No. Oh my gosh, people talk hey, about... Dear, have, you guys, for me. have you guys ever heard of the new... It's a new movie out and it's called Dear Evan Hansen. And actually, fun camp fact, this Broadway play was like... Played a lot at camp for some reason. Like it was always on like the radio and stuff. But um, no, it's funny because Ben Platt, who is the actor playing... Uh, Evan Hansen is like 27 years old playing a 16 year old and everyone's freaking out about it they're like he shouldn't be playing that guy and then you have Chase Stokes who's a fantastic actor and I really like him as John B playing John B who's 16 yeah exactly I didn't know he was 27 yeah, yeah he, no, he, he was he, grown, he was like 26 when they were like during season 1 he's 27 oh, yeah. now but I mean he's old he's the oldest yeah. one out of the kids on that show and but all, plays the rest, it well yeah I mean, I mean I'll admit like like Sam he, he says the same thing kind of like what Andrew says like he said like the acting was bad he didn't like the acting but and I can kind of see like there's definitely points in the show like when like Wraith and like his buddies they're, they're kind of corny man I, I, I see that but like I thought the storyline was great like I just a bunch of young kids that don't come from much and they're just they're after like a treasure I mean yeah. I thought it was awesome would that like? Would you say that's your favorite streaming show right now, or is there another? Uh, one? Well, that, that's I mean, a show that I went back to a lot. There's there's only two seasons, so like, and I'm not big on like watching shows again because like, I already know what happens, you know. But I've I've been big into uh, Shameless. You ever watch Shameless? Yeah, I very, mean, very Shameless. Show, Shameless but. is a great example of UK show, and then the American did it, and they yes. did their own twist. It's like The Office. Like, yeah. A lot of people don't know that there's a British version of The Office, and it actually came out before the American version. Yeah. Now, the British Office is really quick, honestly. Like, it's only two seasons and a Christmas special. 
where the American Office was nine whole seasons. Yeah, and I like shows that are like you know more than three or four seasons because you can kind of just like you get into it and there's just plenty to watch and it just never ends. Like How to Get Away with Murder. That's oh, the show yeah. and Andrew like. No, yeah. I, if I'm watching a show, it's got to have like an end point. Like Walking Dead is a perfect example of what that isn't. Yeah. You know, yeah. like yeah. that that show was so good all the way up to probably like season seven. Eight and they just drug it out and I just quit watching. So what does that come down to, Jake? Like money? I mean, you know. So stuff. here's here's a great example, and I'll I'll definitely talk about The Walking Dead because I grew up with the kid who Chandler played, Riggs. Yeah. yeah, I grew up with the guy who played Carl. Chandler Riggs was a good friend of my younger brother, and of course, so he came over to my house a lot. And I remember when he first got the role, like he told me about it because I was really big in the comics thinking that for some reason my 11-year-old ass, like, read those comics. But I was like, The Walking Dead, of course I'm a fan! And, like, you know, I'd, like, look at my brother and be like, I'm an expert liar. (laughs) No, but that show, I, like, the first season is super faithful to the comics. And I think it's a great adaptation in general. Now, the reason it's gone on so long is because of money. It's great, you know? It's one of those shows people don't want to end. But it has... It comes to the point where there has to you have to you have to get somewhere like you have to end and it has to be like a happy ending so you can be like man that was a great show and I'm glad that you know that it ended that way and like like Andrew said like it's not just carrying on and going on like like it has a good happy ending. Well, and like like I said, I now that I've gotten older, I've read the comics and like so I know. First off. Rick left the show, like, three seasons ago. Yeah. That never happens in the book. They killed Carl in the book. Yeah. Like, I remember when that... That was so big, because by the end of the comic, Carl's one of the only people who survived the initial thing. Um, the biggest... Like, here's a great example. Season two. And I can't remember her name, because I haven't watched The Walking Dead, like, that early in years. But the girl who was Carl's girlfriend... Um, was it Sophie? Sophia? Sophia. Sophia. So that yeah, was the yeah. first, and like that was a huge deal that they killed her. She died in season two, and like mm-hmm. they find her at a bar, and yeah. she's a zombie. And that was a huge deal because in the comics, she survives all the way to the end with Carl. Really? So I mean, they made changes. Like a lot of people don't know that um, uh, Daryl is. He, in the yeah, comics. he's not in the. He comics. was an original character who became character. so popular. He stayed in the show. Yeah, and. I still like, like, you know, I watched a recent episode of The Walking Dead a while back, and it's still a show that has a lot of heart, but it's just not the same show it was. And I feel like a great example is it's like, I mean, these shows are nothing alike, but let's talk about that 70s show, the last season. Kelso left, Eric left, so now you, you've gotten rid of the main character and one of the breakout characters, and you're just left with these kids. And it's just, it doesn't work anymore. It's not like a yeah. show that works. Like, I'm trying to think about their examples. Like, do you guys have any ideas? I would say, I would say mm. probably, which I, I'm, I always like this show, but like Grey's Anatomy. I mean, great show, but like at this point, you got a patient that comes in, another per- pe- person, a doctor that works there dies, some kind of crazy accident happens, and then the new season. And it's the same thing. Another patient comes in with some kind of crazy something, and then... Stop. You know, you watch Grey's Anatomy? Okay, well, I, 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 I used to. I used to. It was just like it was just like 
I used to date this girl and she watched it, so I started watching it in like season five, and then I was like, well, I'm gonna start from the beginning. And we ended up like breaking up, but I just kept watching it. I mean, it was good, but then it just gets so repetitive. I had a, I had a girl. It's a pretty good show. Yeah, but I, mean, I had a girlfriend who also um, made me watch Grey's Anatomy, and I'll say it like it's not a bad show. It's not a bad show. Now it's one of those shows where I have seen like a more recent episode of it, and it's you know it, it you lose a little bit of a heart when you get rid of all these main characters. Yeah, people have told me I look like George O'Malley from the show. Oh yeah, I could definitely say that. And uh, so that's how I found out about Grey's Anatomy is I had campers. This was years ago when I was a junior counselor. I was like 17, and they called me George. And I, and I eventually asked why, and they're like, because you look like George O'Malley from Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. And I thought it was cool. And so I went and I looked up this character, and George O'Malley like got hit by like a oh, car. Yeah, and he like, ended up dying. And it was like, that was in like the well, like, early like this guy. Dude, yeah, anytime yeah. someone leaves like this show, like... They don't get the option to come back like the yeah. showrunner, like the woman who created the show is like, all right, you don't want to be on my show anymore? Get off, fine, well, you're not coming back. Yeah. That's why in that one season, there was that big plane crash that killed like five characters. Well, yeah, that's the thing, like the big, like, uh, handsome, hunky doctor, he ended up dying. Big and, dreamy? Yeah, yeah. Well, not him, that was, that was uh, Meredith's husband. Oh, I know the which other, guy Yeah, the other dude, I can't think of his name. But anyway, like they took him off, and then they took his his girlfriend. They they killed her off. I can kind of see it. And like, oh yeah, no, definitely, <laughs> definitely. That's, and, yeah, that's Jake. Andrew's uh, holding up a picture of like George O'Malley right now. But yeah, so I mean, they just like they just kill some of the best characters. Like a character comes on, and they're like, oh, I like this guy, and then three seasons, and then he's gone. He's he gets killed, or something happens to him. And it's like one of those things with like with newer shows, like Outer Banks. Like imagine season three came out. And the first episode had John B. and JJ being like, hey, we know we've been searching for the gold for the past year, but we're going to go on spring break. We'll see you guys later. And they're just gone. <laughs> it's like one of those shows where you can't lose the ensemble cast. Like, friends. Like, could you imagine if, like, season four Joey left or, like, Chandler left or one of those things? Like, yeah. those shows wouldn't have worked when you, like, you take a character like that. Yeah, and it's like at this yeah. point, like, like, uh. Now, man. some characters you can get rid of. Like, I don't know, Flip Fest, the sitcom, we got rid of Silas and we brought in Beans. Yeah, like, that works. But, like, 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 Grey's Anatomy, like, like, what's your name? Uh, the, uh. Your guess is as good as mine, man. I never learned names. Well, yeah, see, that's hard because I haven't watched it the so main long. main character, like, the girl? No, no, the girl, Meredith. She's, she's in, it's like 25 seasons or something, like, She's the only character that's still, like, left in the show. There may be one or two, but, like, it's all these new characters. And it's just like, well, that's not yeah. what I watched in the beginning. I just don't want to watch anymore. It's just been, it's just repetitive. Right? Yeah. Right. Speaking of uh, repetitive, have you guys ever heard, uh, I doubt it, but there's a new movie coming out called Dune, and the director of it called all the Marvel movies repetitive. Like, he was basically saying, like, oh, well, there's nothing special about them. They're absolutely the same movie over and over again. And I, I'm a big Marvel guy, and yeah. I think Andrew's uh, a big yeah. Marvel guy. Would you say that's true? Uh, I could see where it's coming from, in a way, because, like, it's superheroes, you know? Like, I feel like every Marvel Bad movie, guy, good guy, collide, Well, you know, and it, sometimes it feels like... Aspect. I And I understand that, too. Now, what's funny about this guy is he's saying, like, oh, everything's repetitive, but Dune is a movie that ba- that's based on a book. That was already made into a movie. So talk about repetitive over here. Yeah, no, yeah. but like, I feel like a lot of the Marvel movies do follow the same thing. It's like, oh, well, I'm going to be a superhero, and oh no, one of my close friends slash mentors might betray me. 
Yeah. Like, here's a great example. Iron Man. Iron Man becomes Iron Man and then his father figure betrays him. Now, like, Shang-Chi just came out, which is a great movie, and I suggest everyone goes see it. I need to it. see it. I haven't seen it It's yet. great. Like, but from the start, you know who the bad guy is, and it's his dad. And yeah. a lot of people were like, well, this movie's just like Iron Man. And it's like, it's not like Iron Man. And I get it. People want to be so critical about superhero movies, but they're leisure movies. They're fun movies. Right. And I that's love why, That's why Avengers Endgame is the top-rated movie of all time, because it's fun. So Such a great You want to go see it. Yeah, sure, some art house movie might, like, change your life or make it better, or it might be more intense, but you know what? I liked seeing Captain America pick up Thor's hammer yep. and just smack Thanos oh, in man. the face. That was fun. Like, yeah. that's what makes a movie sometimes. And I mean, I'm oh, yeah. huge in the movie. Obviously, I have a podcast, but that doesn't make anyone special because nowadays everyone has a podcast. <laughs> it's just like your childhood. Listen to Red Hour when it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your childhood, you know? Like, you grow up and you play with superheroes and you that's like the only thing that matters in the world yeah. is like, who's your favorite superhero? So like, growing up and then these movies come out and you get to watch like your childhood on a screen, you know? Yeah. Who is your favorite superhero? Andrew? Spider-Man. Easy. Like, easy. easy. Who's your favorite superhero? I would say Spider-Man or uh, Iron Man. I, I like Iron Man. I, I do like Iron Man, but Spider-Man, yeah. I've I, always loved I did like a spot. I did a Spider-Man podcast before this podcast, and, like, it... That was my longest podcast I've ever done. Like, it was an hour and 40 minutes because we kept getting off topic to talk about Spider-Man history because yeah. I'm such a Spider-Man dork because when I got diagnosed with dyslexia, we had a comic book shop over by my house, and my mom always used to take me over there because she kind of, like, caught on to the fact that I was so disinterested in normal books, and I was, like, actually reading with the comic books. Yeah. And she, like, started buying me those books. Mm-hmm. Now, the plus side of this is, like, I have an aforementioned amazing taste for Marvel movies. That and I have, like, a Spider-Man comic that's worth, like, $100 right now. Nice, nice. Hey, so, I've never owned a comic book. Really? Either. You should have never been big. I, I, yeah. I you should. should. Now, I always give this suggestion. Speaking of Spider-Man, my favorite adaptation of Spider-Man in comic book form is Ultimate Spider-Man. And it's actually what the 2002 Spider-Man movie is based upon. Like, It's that formula of Peter Parker and Mary Jane being neighbors and Harry being Peter Parker's like best friend. That's where that narrative started. Like before that, none of that existed. Like Mary Jane was this girl that Peter always avoided, and then when he finally did meet her, it was this big surprise that that she was hot. And then Harry was like just this bully background character until like they brought him more up to the front. Yeah, I mean, it's I love Ultimate Spider-Man. I love comics in general, and a lot of people. Yeah. It's really funny as you get older, because I mean, I used to be that kid who brought comic books to school and like read them, like you know, during class. And of course, you have like your other third grade classmates who are like, huh, put down a comic book. Stupid are stupid, but yeah. these are still yeah. the same guys who, as they get older, they're like, yo, like, what are you doing? Like, I just saw Shang-Chi for the fifth time. You're going to go see it the sixth time? Yeah. I love superhero movies. Yeah. Yeah. I never tried to rip off Jake's Sonic the Hedgehog comic. Yeah, I'm talking about you. I'm not going to say your name, but I know you know. <laughs> like, like that happened. Like you're saying, like you're talking about, like with like comic books, like you were talking about with like childhood. But like, like we grow up and we read these comic books, and then nowadays, like everything's so advanced. Like these movies are crazy. Like technology and just like yeah. advanced, like the action scenes, and it's just awesome to see that on the screen. And like that guy, like, mm-hmm. this is where we're at, man. Like this is crazy. Yeah. Look at this. Look what we're watching. So Hunter, I have a, I have a country friend who. 
I once asked about Star Wars, and he said, well, you know, I didn't really grow up on Star Wars. That wasn't really our shit. Like, we were more like, you know, you guys, you you suburb kids have Star Wars, and we we have Smokey and the Bandit. Dukes of Hazzard. Dukes of Hazzard. I was about well, to say see, I grew up, like, every day after school, I'd come home with, uh, I'd go to my grandpa's house after school, and my mom would come get me. But before my mom would come get me, I'd have, like, an hour, two hours, and we would watch, like, Green Acres and, like, Bonanza. And like you don't yeah, even know what that bananas. is. Do you know what that is? I know what that is. So I, know what, like, I know what bananas. It's like is. it's like old western, like yeah. Like it's on it's on like TV land. Yeah, or yeah. Like, yeah, or you'll, yeah, TV land, or you'll see like AMC sometimes. But like, like I watch love, it. I love bananas. Like I just love. That. I don't. I'd come home. I'm like, let's let's turn on what's on. Which what shows on? What are we watching? Some western show that my grandpa was watching. I grew up on that, like Dukes of Hazard. Oh, I love Dukes of Hazard. Watch Andy Griffith. Oh, Andy Griffith. That's another one. Oh my gosh, there. Okay, so you guys have probably have never seen it, but you really should check it out. So there is a western, and I was about to get. This is gonna probably be our last topic for the day. But real quick, how do you feel about like anime? Like no, I know that I know you never, guys are very different. Never Sorry. gave it a Sorry, try. I, I'm out on it. I'm just not a fan. I, but I, I like Avatar. Does that count? No, but it was influenced by anime. Okay. Now, don't get me wrong. Some anime isn't for everyone. And I'm a very, like, I grew up on, like, the, I grew up on, like, the very, like, necessities of anime. Like, Pokemon, Digimon, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, like, Dragon Ball Z is, like, the closest. I get, that is anime. No, right? I watch a couple of those. But, like, there's a couple shows that are really good. Like, My Hero's out right now, which is great. Um, there's a great mystery one called Erased. And there's this... So there's a show and it's called Cowboy Bebop and it's great. It's 25 episodes. Um, it's an anime show, but it's American characters set in 2071 and basically how criminal law works. There's still police officers, but bounty hunters are regarded as cowboys. And as long as they bring in the bounty alive, they get the reward. If you kill it, you don't get the reward. Yeah. And it is one of like the greatest shows of all time. Like the soundtrack is so unique because they utilize jazz music. It sounds like it doesn't sound like it would be your show, Hunter, but it's probably the closest anime I could ever sell you on. But Netflix is actually making it a live action so soon, which I'm a little worried about. But I'm hoping Netflix can like seal the deal. I'll, I'll have to show you like the opening to it after this, but it comes out in November. But it's one of those things where. I wanted to talk about it because, like, there are cartoon adaptions of shows that are so terrible. Like, have you ever seen... You talked about Avatar. Have you ever watched the last Air, Avatar movie? The last Airbender movie? Like, the live-action one? Yeah. No, I Oh, didn't. my God, it's terrible. Is it actually? It is like... <laughs> it is like, you know, at night, Man, when you're just, like, you're minding your own business, and you're walking, and you step on something. And you stepped on dog shit. And you're like, what? Who? Who just let their dog shit... In the middle of the sidewalk, and, and like you, you reach down and you're wondering what to do, and you think you cleaned it all off, but you didn't. So you get home and you trail it back into your house, and you're like, "God, I have dog shit in my house now." <laughs> <laughs> you try mopping it up, but all you've done is spread it. You spread all this shit over your house, and that's what you did to my childhood, M Night Shyamalama. You ruined my favorite TV show, you jerk. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, going to have to be out on anime. But hey, I might give it a try. I just I, I think you would like my things. No, yeah, and I feel like that also just comes... Now, Hunter is from Clark Range, which is kind of like, if I had to explain it, like, it is as country as it gets here in, like, Tennessee. Hunter, uh, I mean, not Hunter, Andrew's from Nashville, but, like, for me growing up, it was one of those things where it's like, I saw Naruto, 
I already was going to the comic book shop. Of course, I'm going to get the comic book that's ahead of the TV show. And I did it with a lot. And I still casually will pick up, like, a manga and read it. But it's one of those things where people are like, why can't they appreciate anime? And it's like, yeah, but you can't get everyone to get into country music either. Yeah, so that's Different people, different tastes. I could. I will say I don't. I don't support people who like take it to the extreme. Like I went to college with a kid and I never learned his name. And I'm not trying to like, you know, say like, hey, don't be yourself. But why? Do, why do you wear a tail, man? Why do you have a dog collar? <laughs> and That's I mean, weird. No, man. You, like a no. girl that shows up dressed so, like a cat. For oh, no, 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 dude. Like I remember one time I was playing pool and it was actually late at night. We had come back from seeing Avengers Infinity War and we were playing um, on our campus's like pool table and this kid was in the corner of the room and he heard us talking about Avengers and he comes over and he just starts a dialogue and my buddy makes one of the uh, pool balls in and he goes Rawr! and uh, we like looked at him and we were like we're sorry and he goes you just got a ball in good for you Rawr! and so we promptly left and I try to not remember that moment. Ever. Oh my god! Yeah, no. Before we end this, are you gonna go and see Carnage tonight? Oh my gosh! I want. To, I'm probably not gonna go see it tonight, but I want to see it. Movies are coming back, man. I'm mm. so excited. So, last year during COVID, they were trying to have Tenet be the movie that got everyone to go back to theaters. Tenet is Christopher Nolan. He's the guy who made uh, Batman Begins and The Dark Knight Rises, and it was. Honestly, I'm going to be honest. Tenet is a super complicated movie. It was not the movie that was going to bring the box office back. People thought Black Widow was going to bring the box office back. But here's the thing. They were not going to get that until Disney released a movie that wouldn't go straight to their streaming service. So Shang-Chi just came out a couple weeks ago. It's fantastic. It is one of the best original Marvel movies I have watched in a minute. And it is killing it at the box office. It's been number one in the world for four weeks. Now, I think Carnage, um, Venom, Let There Be Carnage is about to break that. And they actually moved that movie up. So Shang-Chi came out, and the reviews in the box office started like pouring in. So that actually encouraged Sony to release this movie sooner. And like everyone is like starting to go back to normal. Like They're like, we're not going to do a video on demand release of anything. Like Here's a fun fact. Um, the company that releases the James Bond movies spent so much money on delaying the movie and making new ads for it that they physically cannot delay the movie anymore. Like, it has to release this November to make even the significance of a box office earning. Yeah. And then, like, you have movies... What's weird is, like, I'll look at AMC and movies that got released last year but didn't have a theoretical release are getting released. Like, that dumb Scooby-Doo movie, mm. which I don't mean to shit on anyone, but... He didn't even solve a mystery in that movie. So was it even a Scooby-Doo movie? I'm sorry. So, it, like, it was in theaters. It was back in theaters for a minute. So what do you think, Jake, which I know COVID has a big factor on it, but what do you think about like like movie theaters kind of being like an outdated thing and like a lot of movies being on HBO and stuff? It's so, yeah. and you know, you're getting to that point where there's Netflix originals and Hulu originals and some of them are really good. But Netflix can put out some good movies. No, they can't. Really they, okay, so. but they can also put out some really bad movies. That's true. Too. I'm looking at you. He's all that. Addison Ray. you tried your hardest. And that's, that's all <laughs> that matters. You watched that? Yeah, and you, I did it for science. <laughs> and I did it because Addison Ray. 
Addison Ray can. You got a movie review corner podcast. You yeah, had you got I, I did a review. I did an honest review of it. And here's the truth of that movie, which is I watched Seize All That because I grew up with an older sister. So I watched all yeah. these like rom coms at an early age. And I watched it because one, it has the kid from Karate Kid. So I'm like, how did they talk him into this? And then it has Addison Ray, who's never acted a day in her life. <laughs> and I watched it and I just felt bad because she's trying her hardest. Was it cringy? Hunter, you would know how this movie like ends. how cringy, I mean. <laughs> Hunter, the movie ends with the guy showing up on a horse to, like, kiss her at the end of the oh movie. Oh, my God. Oh. Probably in, like, what, L.A.? Well, so That's the whole movie, so here's, here's the plot of He's All That, is this girl who's a social media influencer finds out that her boyfriend is cheating on her, and so her friend... Uh, she's like, oh, your boy's cheating on you, so you think you can change any boy into the next him? All right, let's make a bet. You have to change this guy into looking like him. And so she does like this transformation, and then the guy falls for her, and she falls for the guy, and then the girl, te- the friend, tells Karate Kid, like, hey, did you know you were part of a bet? And so he leaves, and then they realize, hey, this was a terrible way for us to meet. But, you know, I am in love with you. So, once again, the guy shows up on the horse at the end of the movie and they kiss. And I I watched it and I was like, I I realized this movie was meant for, like, 10-year-olds who probably follow Addison Rae on, like, TikTok. But I I cannot. No, I definitely probably won't ever watch it. All-time favorite Netflix original. All-time favorite? I mean, Stranger Things, man. No, like, movie, movie. Oh, Because there's there's plenty of of shows. So, a lot of people haven't seen this movie, movie, but I'm... Two of my favorite movies of all time are Animal House and National Lampoon, and they did a they did a biography movie about the guy Doug Kenny, who was huge founder of National Lampoon. And this movie is called "A Stupid." I can't. Oh my god, the title is so hard to say. But it's like a stupid and uh, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on the name. Stupid gesture is yeah. what I'm going to call it right now, and I'll have to go fix it later. But and it's great. It's one of my movies. But like. One of their bigger, bigger movies, like Extraction, was great. And Extraction, yeah. a lot of people want to be critical with those movies, but Extraction gets the job done. It's just a dumb action movie. Yeah. And I love dumb action movies. Yeah. It's like when people are like, Kong, Kong versus Godzilla is such a dumb movie. Like, what's the point of it? I'll tell you what the point of it is. I want to see a big monkey yeah, fight a big yeah. lizard. Exactly. Badass. Exactly. All right, real quick. What, 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 what about uh, what's yours? Eight Underground or Underground Eight? Do you ever see that with Ryan Reynolds? Six yeah. Underground. Six, Six Underground. underground. Yeah. That movie's good. Now man. that's a movie that like I watched and I didn't super enjoy. But once again, it's like I yeah. understand why it was made. I'm not gonna sue. I, I might I, not like it, but I, I understand why people good. like it. Bird Box. Bird, Bird Box. Box. Okay, yeah. Excellent movie. Yeah, I thought great. that was great crazy. Movie. I thought the only reason why I wasn't that into Bird Box was because I saw The Quiet Place beforehand. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. gosh, I'm more into Quiet Place. But Another good one before we quit. Uh, this movie just came out with Kevin Hart called Fatherhood. Yeah, I watched it. Very movie. It's very different, it's, though. It's hard like, to take gonna him be, seriously. Yeah, you think it's going to be like a comedy, which mm-hmm. it is funny. But like, you think it's going to be so funny. But like, in the first ten minutes, my girlfriend's on the couch crying. And I'm like... What am I watching? A Kevin Hart yeah. movie? And then it kind of warms up and it gets better. But, I mean, great movie. Great movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, actually, you know what? One more thing, and I swear. But real quick, since we're on the topic of Netflix, I do want to talk about one thing I really like about Netflix that HBO Max and Hulu hasn't really mastered is their foreign shows are amazing. I'm a big fan of uh, Lupin. And then, of course, 
the Korean drama Squid Game came out, and that movie, like that show it. is. I need to watch it. I need to check it out. And I had someone who was asking me about it, and I'm like, I'm like trying to explain it the best I can, and it's almost like, it's almost like Hunger Games meets Saw, like, but yeah. you get an option to do these, but they That's obviously fair. don't know. Yeah. So I'm gonna give the I'm no gonna, spoiler alert. I'm, I'm not gonna give any. I'm not gonna go too far into it, but I'm gonna give the basis of the show that you can get from the trailer, which is. People who have large debts and like really need money all have been given the option to compete in these like child games. But what they don't know is that there's a deadly twist at the end of it. And that's all I'm gonna say. But I mean I was hooked. Like I watched the whole show in a day. How many episodes? Nine. Nine, nine and like they're like It's hours. just nine, so they they're not nine. making it anymore. I, I mean, there was such a big cliffhanger. At there the is. End. So I'm excited for it. But you said oh, that the okay. show is in Korean. Yeah. But they have an English version. They have an English dub. So, like, basically how that works. And it's just like cartoons, you know. Like, they have the character's movements and then they dub over it. So, so they're, like, talking in Korean, but, like, it just you translates can, over to... Yeah, you can, you can watch it in English. I watched it in Korean with the subtitles just because, like, sometimes there's certain dialogue that... You want to hear like be delivered like yeah. authentically, yeah. but I did. I watched an episode dub, and the dub's not terrible either. Did you ever watch uh, Who Killed Sarah? No, I got into it, but I stopped. And that was the show, like, yeah. like I said, with uh, camp, like you don't have a lot of time, and then when you do have time, you want to leisurely watch something here, like The yeah. Simpsons or Family Guy. Yeah, just turn something on and kind of chill out. Yeah. Well, boys, that was the first episode of Casual Corner. Um, you know, I had my doubts with this episode because Hunter <laughs> yeah. can be a real crybaby. And, um, Andrew just seemed disinterested when I asked him to be on the show. I was like, yeah, let's do it. No. <laughs> Andrew typing in the text message, I'm doing my charity case with Jacob today. <laughs> no one's, no one tell me I haven't never done anything nice for him. No, I'm glad, I'm glad we came on, man. It's fun. I enjoy it. Yeah, and are, are mm-hmm. you confident now? Hunter obviously wants to do his own podcast called Red Hour, and it's going to be very different from mine, which... Primarily, you talk, we talk about movies and TV and pop culture. Honor is going to kind of get more into like his life and like his friends' opinions on different things. But yeah. uh, this is this was your first taste in podcasting. Yeah, like I, it? I, yeah, I enjoyed it, and uh, I'm kind of eager to get started. But yeah, I mean, like I'm big into you know movies and TV shows, but not definitely not as big as Jake. But I, I really just kind of like focus on like sports, you know, yeah. outdoors, hunting, fishing, uh, politics, just kind of like a wide range of things that like I'm interested in and ready to. Uh, yeah, ready to get started, man. Have y'all on. Yeah, well, that's awesome. Well, for Jake's Review Corner, I'm Jacob Daniel. And I'm Hunter Crouch. And I'm Andrew Reeves. And always remember one thing and one thing only. What even are the gas prices nowadays? <laughs> and done. <laughs> oh.